grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. The sermon text is the Gospel reading. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus, Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen Not the first word spoken that first Easter morning, eh, by Petey and the Pals and uh, the Marys. Oh yeah, definitely not spoken by the Marys. The Marys watched to the bitter end. The sentencing, the scourging, the stapling, the sighing, the suffering, the silence, the shroud, the cemetery. The Marys witness the burial. The Gospel writer Matthew records this in Matthew 27, 61. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were there sitting opposite the tomb. They sit defeated and deflated. Friday, not so good for them. A really bad Friday. An awful Friday. Jesus dead, the grave final. I mean, that's how it is, right, folks? The grave final. They go into Sabbath Saturday scared and scarred. And then, Sunday, they go to the cemetery again. This time, with a word that's haunting them, harassing them, hounding them. Why? 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 The Marys carry in their hearts... Why? They carry that why to the tomb, bracing for nothing but death and doom. We know exactly what they expected that first Easter Sunday as they took that stroll through the cemetery. Matthew chapter 21, 28, 1 tells us, Now after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. The tomb. The Marys go to see the tomb. What else? Why would there be anything else? Yeah, why? Yeah, that question, why? Racing through their minds. Why? Why? Why did Jesus have to die like that? Why did it have to end like this? Why didn't God intervene? Why didn't God actually do something? Why? Why? If God abandoned Jesus, why should I expect him to, to, you know, to be with me, to be for me? Why should, should I expect anything good from God at all? Why? Now the Marys are not alone with their why. Because we have all let out that cry, why just why? I'm looking at a bunch of Marys right now. Now, some of you actually may be Mary. <laughs> We're all Marys. You're a Mary. I'm a Mary. We have joined the Marys, dear friends. And that's because all of us have had that why question in our minds, on our lips, in our hearts. No one here is a stranger to that why question. Why? Why did I lose my job? 
Why can't I ever catch a break? Why is my family, my friendship, my finances, my future, my life, you know, just falling apart? Why did my loved one have to die? God knows I needed her. God knows I needed him. Why am I getting, I'm getting worse? Even, even after following all of the doctor's directions. Why? Why? Why hasn't God helped me with you fill in the blank? Why am I standing at this freshly dug grave? Why is death staring me down when God knows that I have so much more I want to accomplish, so much more I want to see, want to do? Why just why? Easter morning, though, changes all of our whys forever. Because Jesus lives. He is alive and well. What earthquaking and shaking good news. Matthew 28, verses 2 through 4. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. Now, don't miss the irony here. It's, it, it's like so thick. So thick. The very men that are supposed to guard the dead guy become like dead men themselves. While the dead guy, he's alive and well. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Easter angel sits on the stone in victory. Death defeated. Death disarmed. Death dead. The gospel writer Matthew records an earthquake here at the empty tomb. He also records an earthquake at the cross, linking these two events, uniting them, making them almost just like one event. The empty tomb interpreting for us the cross, telling us what the cross is all about, proclaiming mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. The death of Jesus at Calvary is the end of death's tyranny. Oh, I know. Death had a pretty good run. Chalking up one victory after another. Ever since Genesis chapter 3, the saddest chapter in all of human history. But Jesus stops death dead in its tracks. And it's the Marys. The Marys who get to hear this gospelly good news first from the lips of the Easter angel himself. Verses 5 through 7. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who is crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said. Come, come see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. 
Come see the place where he lay. The very place where the Marys gave Jesus their final goodbye and watched their hope die becomes now the very place where hope where hope lives on. Because Jesus isn't done. He lives. He is on the move. The man nailed to the tree. Well, he proved strong to save. He proved stronger than all that could ever destroy you and me, everybody. He tells the truth. He keeps his word, as the angel says. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said. Jesus transforms all of our goodbyes into, see you later. See you later. See you later. The Easter angel tells the Marys to go and tell Petey and the Pals, his entourage, that they will see Jesus later. They will see him in Galilee. See you later, alligator. Catch you in a while, crocodile. Galilee. Galilee. That's where Petey and Pals will actually find Jesus. See him, freshly resurrected from the dead, never to die again. They can't contain their joy. And so the Marys, they go. They go. They run. They make a mad dash. They don't waste a second. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Now the Marys have a mixed emotional cocktail of fear and joy. One part fear, two parts joy shaken, not stirred. Pastor, pastor, aren't these mutually canceling emotions? They're not. Now, if Easter never happened, if Easter never actually occurred, then yeah, we would only have fear. Fear dominating us. Fear bossing us around. Fear calling the shots. Fear paralyzing, pummeling, punishing you, me, everybody. Easter, though, makes all the difference in the world especially in a world that gives us a thousand reasons for those fearful and tearful whys. With the uh, stone rolled away, joy now is rolled into every single why. Because, because there's, there's no reason, because none of the reasons for our fear can outlast and outlive anyone here. Jesus outlives and outlasts all of our fears. Fear is temporary. Fear is on its way out. Fear has an expiration date. Sure, the Marys carry their why in their hearts, but it's no longer a why with fear only. Now there's joy. Joy mixed in to that why, their why. Joy, unspeakable joy, uninterrupted joy, unconquerable, unending joy. Joy that endures forever. Oh, and there's more. There's Joe, 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 Jesus, right? Matthew 28, 9. And behold, Jesus met them and said, 
Greetings. Hi. Hello. The first word out of the mouth of Jesus on Resurrection Day is hi. I want you to see yourself in this text this morning, okay? Jesus, risen from the dead, meets us in every single one of our whys. Every why. With this Easter morning, hi! Assuring us, promising us that we shall never die. Jesus goes from that last word on Good Friday, that last word, why, to his Easter morning high, so that he can lead every gal and every guy through the why into that day where every tear will be wiped from every eye. See, Jesus is no stranger to the why. That's the last word that he says from the cross. Right before he sighs and dies, Matthew 27, 46, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why? Now his why is the why we will never, ever have to cry. Now it's the why that we deserve to cry, because his why is the why of godlessness. The godlessness of questioning God's goodness. The godlessness of going on these quests for self-actualization, self-fulfillment, self-gratification. The godlessness of living life as though God does not matter and I matter most. That's what Jesus takes upon himself on the Friday we call good. Jesus endures godlessness for the godless so that the godless can be spared godlessness. No godforsakenness for you and me ever. Period. No, no, no. Our Lord's cry from the cross, why? Oh, it is full of God-forsakenness. Full of Godlessness. His why is empty of God's presence so that he can fill our whys with God's presence. There's no why where God isn't there. That's what the freshly resurrected Jesus' uh, meet and greet chit-chat with the Marys tells us. He meets their why with his Easter morning. Hi, toodles, how are ya? He's with them in their why. Bodily, physically. I mean, the Marys reach out and they take hold of his, his feet. This ain't no ghost, no spirit, no vision. This occurred in real time, real space. Verse 9. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. But Pastor Aaron, okay, uh, I hear you, but uh, we, we can't take hold of Jesus in the way that, you know, the Marys did. Oh, yes, we can. 
Oh, yes, we can. This is our Galilee. Here is where we meet Jesus. Where, 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 where? Oh, <laughs> the Lord's Supper. He's in the supper. He's not absent from the supper. I mean, if I invited you to Aaron's supper, you wouldn't come to a dark house, okay? Aaron would be inside cooking up a storm just for you. It's like that with the Lord's Supper. We come to the Lord's Supper because the Lord is actually there. We come to the Lord's Supper with all of our wives, carrying all of our wives in our hearts, and Jesus meets us with that Easter morning. Hi. Hi, hi. And then from his nail-scarred hands, he gives us nothing less than himself. Nothing less than himself. We don't take hold of his feet. We take hold of his body and his blood. Take, eat, this is my body given for you. Take, drink, this is my blood shed for you. He fills us. He fills us with his presence. P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S, presence. His gifts. More forgiveness than the world's sin. More joy than the world's sorrows. More peace than the world's fretting and fuming. Oh, and he does fill us with his presence. P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, presence. Every single time we come to the Lord's Supper, we experience ever anew our Lord's final words in the Gospel of Matthew. And behold, I am with you always, always to the end of the age. Our why is not godless, but rather God-full. Our Lord meets us in our why to console us, to comfort us, to encourage us, to show us great care and compassion, to, to carry us all the way to himself on high, where every tear will be dried from every single eye. See, the day is coming when the why will be bye-bye, toodles, Peter saying, child, there will be no more wise. Only that Easter morning high. Yes, what a greeting that's coming to every cemetery in the world, your cemetery, and mine. On the last day, Jesus will wake us from our graveyard beds with that Easter morning, hi, how are you? And we will leap out of our graves, out of our tombs, in our freshly resurrected bodies, never to die again. And we're going to dance, 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 dance. On death's grave. Joy off the hook. What a spread. Free flowing wine. Meat that is so mm, succulent. And it, it just keeps coming out of it, pouring out of the kitchen. All you can eat. What a spread. And the conversation won't be boring. So entertaining. And we will see Jesus. We will see Jesus in our own flesh, in our resurrected bods, 
We don't want anyone to miss out on that. The Marys didn't. They were given their marching orders. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Let's join the Marys. By meeting those who cry, why? With that Easter morning, he is risen high. So that they see Jesus in their why, and they are assured. They know with confidence that they shall never die. Yeah, let's go and share. Why not practice this going and this sharing with one another right here and right now? Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Happy going and sharing. Happy Easter 2023. Come soon, Lord Jesus. Amen.